0: It is a new day in the workroom, and Just May is here. Just May, how are you keeping? Oh yeah, you're right, babe. I'm great. How are you? All good, all good. Where in the world are
1: you? I am in sunny, sunny East London. So if you hear uh, sirens going past me, that's not them coming for me. They're just coming for all of the bad men.
0: (laughs) There are lots of bad men in in the East End.
1: Well, there's there's none at my house right now, but... Okay. Can you hear... Isn't
0: there like... Isn't there like a, a clock you can hear that means you're in the East End? What's that London oh, that's no,
1: no, you're thinking of the bow bells.
0: Oh, the, the bow bells. The
1: bow bells. I am actually near the bow bells. They're not an actual bell, but yeah.
0: Okay. and you, So you can hear them from your house? It's not an actual bell.
1: Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> so it's, it, I think it used to be a thing. I think they actually used to be bow bells, but um, I don't think they're real now. I, I don't oh. think they're there now. I think it's more of a, the Bow Bells. It's, a, you know, like a, a a Pearly Queen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you, the only way you could be a Pearly Queen was if you were born within the Bow Bells.
0: Oh, okay. So people that okay. are
1: Pearly Queens are born within the realms of the Bow Bells.
0: The realms of the Bow Bells. We're talking about UK versus the world season two. Uh, we were chatting off mic. I stay away from spoilers for man, you know, because I try to like share how I feel. I try to like work out what's going to happen based on the clues the show gives me, rather than spoilers. Um, so I actually didn't know that your season four sister was going to be eliminated in this episode. <laughs> um, but how are you finding the season overall?
1: Great. I actually love it. It's, it's really nice to because when Versus one came on, we were filming. Because uh, when we came back, it was the first thing that I watched because I was like. I have to watch it, otherwise I'm never going to watch Drag Race again. Um, and it was the episode where they did the song. Uh, you uh, like, and it was all I, <coughs> I remember. Want the is,
0: and Monique one?
1: I can't remember. It was um, all I remember is Bagger being like, bats, bats, bats. "Yeah, <laughs> flashing my back, um, uh, something about a sausage roll and a beer, um, always." Yeah, it was it was that episode, and like obviously at that point, you know, I knew Cheryl, I knew uh, had had I met Blue? I don't think I'd met Blue at that time, uh, but I knew Bagart. So like you know, this I know I knew them, but it wasn't like a connection. Whereas now, obviously, I know everyone. I didn't know uh, a few of the international girls, um, but yeah, met the met them at DragCon, and they're all. Lovely, lovely gowns, lovely gowns.
0: Beautiful gowns. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. gowns, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about what sequestering looks like? Sure. I mean, what, what, they put us in a hotel. I mean, yeah, like but a... are you allowed, like, are, would you be allowed to watch Drag Race UK versus the world while you're oh, in Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, hotel? yeah, yeah. So, okay. while we were there, sorry, while we were there, um for some reason, the hotel... BBC iPlayer because you had apps on the TV and live TV um, but you didn't have access to the internet obviously um, and you couldn't have like a laptop or anything like that Um, so you could watch it but obviously it's like are you in when it's on Um, because we went the I was still there when it was on and I watched it on iPlayer when I came back, obviously. Um so yeah, it's you, you you can watch it. And we did we did watch it because um Pixie was talking about it when we went back to do like the voice the and everything we were we were talking about it and I was like, Oh my god, are you watching it? And she was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it all, blah, 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 So yeah.
0: And so now that I'm down this rabbit hole, um, are you in like a special hotel that does no, it's, sequestering, it's, it's,
1: or it's a, literally a function N- hotel? S-
0: so can you bump into your staff, your your colleagues over the breakfast
1: buffet? Uh, uh, I mean, like you, uh, depending, like on a filming day, you generally get your food brought to your room. The Queen Team, who you saw on the on the Make a Challenge, uh, they'd bring food to your room and. Like, you'd eat quickly before you had to run and do, like, your uh, confessionals. Um, but, I mean, I, I wasn't there. Uh, but after on a weekend, like, in between filming, um, they'd be in little clusters and, like, I don't know, like, say, Dakota, Sminty and Starlet would go for breakfast and then a walk, you know? But you're with a queen team member and you can't obviously talk about the show or anything like that. So it's always like, Who's your favourite sugar babe? What's your favourite type of Chris? Uh if you had to be Who a is pizza, your favourite
0: sugar babe?
1: Oh M- Mucha. No, oh Keisha. I, I would say Keisha. Know. Personally. I, I would
0: personally say Keisha. I think I think Mucha. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, let's get back onto this episode. <laughs> <laughs> About that tangent. Uh last week we said goodbye to Arancha Castilla Mancha and Keita Menage revealed that well gonna thank you very much. Well done. Uh <laughs> Kate Minaj revealed that she actually wanted to eliminate Choritza. Do you believe it was because she helped with her dress, or was she just trying to L chop out the competition?
1: I don't know. I think it is that she helped with her dress, and also I think that um the other franchise girls are slightly outnumbered in that like there's only one of them from each franchise. So I guess you're kind of seeing them as your closest allies. Um and then maybe seeing like the UK and America girls, well, you would have seen the America girls as like, oh my god, they're they're ganged up, they're together, they know. Um, so maybe it was like more of a I'm going to pick off some of these Brits
0: yeah and I mean I think that is an aspect of John Purse's Elimination as well yeah. and they Swear were, they were kind of teeing it up <laughs> so, I mean I've already said it we, we were kind of teeing up the first two episodes of like oh first time a Brit's in the bottom we're gonna, gonna chop them yeah Um so I guess that kind of came to fruition this week. Uh, this week is a, is a an immersive experience. It's a branding challenge, basically, for Drag Race World. There was three teams. Uh, I feel you would have done really well at this challenge. You have a strong brand. And Love I mean, branding. Drag Race World, Spice World, it's there, it writes itself.
1: It really does. I could have done, like, the Teeny Tiny Bus, Jumping Over Tower Bridge... You know, I could have done the whole Union Jack dress thing, which obviously Tia did do. Mm. Um, I mean, I think Tia actually did dress as me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just like, but with the high uh, concentration on the pink.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, I think so.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And also our bodies are so similar.
0: (laughs) I mean, last week she was honoring Cherry Battle Time. This week she was honoring you. It's true. She just she looks to the
1: drag race girls and she goes, Who's next?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> next week she's gonna <laughs> come out dressed as a tiger for gothy
0: Yeah, for Gothy, exactly. Uh the teams were La Grandam, hanaconda and John Pearls and shows Tia and Marina and Therizamay chose Scarlet and Gothy. Out of all of the queens there, who would you have chosen for your team?
1: Oh, for my team. Because I would have been in the bottom last week for the Siren Challenge and I would have got saved. Yeah, exactly. I would have probably chosen Tia and oh, trying to think. I would would probably have chosen Tia and Marina. Yeah. Because I think both of them are are very... The thing you want is people that are very uh, quick and... Just straight to it, not overthinkers. And I think both of them are quite like sharp on their delivery. um Whereas I think with, with Grand Anne, we saw like she didn't hesitate, but she was very like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And if she knows that she's like that, then she should have gone last and it'd be Jombas and Hannah first. And then she took the remainder of the time. But also, like knowing John Biz, I know that she can be quite like she she she'll think about things a lot and then she'll do it and then she's quite quick and like she'll do it like um fast and get it done. But she might be like, okay, actually, I'm going to redo that and make it this and do blah 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 blah. She always thinks of bigger, and you have to bring her a... yeah, concentrate her, focus her.
0: Take yeah. one thing off before you leave the house, etc. Yeah, or,
1: or not in her case.
0: Yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say Hannah, but you make a really good point there because I think Hannah is obviously really brilliant and knows her stuff. But I don't know how how good she would be at helping other people. Like she knows her and she knows her mind yeah. and she knows what works. But I don't know how good she'd be at helping somebody who maybe is kind of struggling or whatever. So uh, yeah, I think you've chosen you've chosen well there. I'm I, I, I'm on board with you. Yeah. Um, did a, did a, a walkthrough with Rue. Uh, Rue seemed to very fondly remember a night out in Amsterdam. What do you think Rue got up to? But she didn't really tell us what happened. She just
1: went, I went to Amsterdam once and then started laughing.
0: I mean, I've that... imagined Rue has seen a lot of things, but I'm wondering what has elicited that re- response.
1: I I reckon um, she probably knew someone who was working in a window. Uh okay. it's probably where she met Michelle for the first time. Um <laughs> there was probably definitely um some kind of cookie or cupcake. Or, was or maybe even maybe even something that she might have smoked. Who knows? Mm. Uh I wouldn't like to make assumptions. No. Um but yeah, yeah, you, you know, we've all been to Amsterdam, we've all done
0: it. Right. They're doing a little run through of their their branding sort of exercise. I don't really like dragging too much of this because there isn't that many good moments. But I did really enjoy two parts. One where Michelle said to Kaita, "Are or are you getting on this plane now?" And Kaita just said, "I'm just going to say ketamorphosis And then like there's a super good first it like three or four times. Michelle like looking what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I didn't really and, get the
1: ketamorphosis
0: because then she overexplains it and it's like. I know. I know. I know. I am not explaining to you, but I know. Remember the moment where where Michelle is like, "Yeah, we get. No, I understand.
1: Yeah, we get it, Hun. But um, it's that doesn't mean it's funny. No,
0: it's not funny. It's it's a pun She realised and she wants to shoehorn it in. That's, she, what, that's she, what. Do you was. know
1: what she thought of it when she was in that hotel room? Yeah,
0: scrolling through watching three three channels
1: that she had no idea what was going on on, and she yeah. went.
0: Yeah, it's just is what I'm gonna do. It's a cowboys. Chem- like, do you know the uh thirty rock episode where Alec Baldwin and his character is supposed to do a big speech? Uh and he just like he's such a confident like the joke is he's such a confident person, but he frees up on camera. So there's this really super cut blooper of him making mistakes over and over and over again, kinda of like a buttery crispy bass that, that video. Uh the granddam was giving that this episode with like not being able to get her words out at all.
1: I don't know why she just didn't do it all in French. Yeah. Like her whole thing is French. So she should have done or like... Oh, like
0: fake French. Va, va, voom. Lots of like that. Yeah. So.
1: But then I don't know. It's like, do French people know about all that? Do they know that, like, if you don't know what you're asking for in France, you just say Thierry Henry?
0: Yeah. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Je she ne sais and quoi.
1: Coca, you play. And then <laughs> at least you're going <laughs> to end up with. Some Coke. Avec moi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Coca Cola
0: coca-cola yeah of course um yeah that was kind of funny okay a bit of a serious moment and then we'll move into the actual uh um branding immersive experiences uh there was a mirror moment from marina discussing how drag race philippines has sparked conversations in, in the philippines about being queer and queer life and queer experiences which also kind of opened up a conversation about la grande dame's experience of being um I think did they use the word gay bash, which I don't really like. It's very, I guess, childish, but like assaulted. Um, that's why she left Nice. There was no police investigation. I know Kate Menage discussed similar attacks in the Netherlands as well. Um, I, think, I think it was a really good conversation because I think a lot of people can be like, sure, look, we have this show on TV. We're all good. But we do need to constantly remind people that, that there's yeah. still a fight going on out there, not just for trans people, but for all queer people. Um, so I thought it was good to highlight.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like, probably when this happened, it was uh, probably when they filmed this, it would have been when there was loads of, so many attacks in London as well. Like, you know, so it would have been in the news and would have been, like, prevalent on the zeitgeist for them. But also, I think that, like, we get complacent here in the UK, I think, as well. So it's probably good for those UK girls to hear, and obviously for the UK in general, to hear you know, this does still happen. Um in like, I mean, I guess the Philippines is su- such a distant place that we don't really know like the laws and like um uh necessarily like queer culture there and how it's accepted. Whereas um in France that's like literally next door. You'd think that you'd know what it's like there and clearly it's still awful there so it's like you kind of get sucked into your own queer little bubble and especially like I know all of the UK girls live in big cities where you know you kind of don't have to think about that stuff because queerness is just there um and you do get like you know in these small towns and these rural places in the UK all over the world um you know gay bashing does still happen like you know queer people aren't accepted everywhere and you know the some every season you get one of these really amazing conversations happen on the show that does like you know really resonate with the viewers like i mean and
0: also as you said there like if if it's happening in london it's happening in big cities as well like it's definitely happening in, in dublin too so um yeah yeah, you know, not just small small cities. Um so yeah, really good that they highlighted that. I also, you know, like I said, I tried to use the clues of this episode to work out who was going home, and I was worried for Le Grand when she had, <laughs> her when she story had a my man. Oh yeah. And also there was the they were talking about the last queen who was in the top two in the first two episodes. But, you know, Jimbo went home in episode three, and I was like, Oh no. Oh my well, god, was it episode three? Out? Yeah. Wow. Mm. <clears throat> OK, let's get into these immersive experiences um, up first. Let's immerse we...
1: ourselves into these immersive yes, experiences.
0: Absolutely. Let's close our eyes and settle in.
1: Dive into the cold um... waters of Derry Lake.
0: <laughs> close your eyes and bite the pillow for get ready to be immersed. <laughs> <clears throat> okay uh, up first uh, I can't actually remember which team went first uh, but let's go with La Grand Dame Hannah and John Perz. La Grand Dame we kind of discussed did her you know come to France and learn learn fashion like I did from Jean-Paul Gaultier and Karl Lagerfeld and did impressions of them which I quite liked Hannah felt really really rushed down Hannah's cove there was just her screaming into the ear of a sheep and then John Purse she
1: did parkour
0: she did yeah she did parkour um, it was it was kind of a bit of parkour. <laughs> it was the same exercise ball and the same move But yeah, they just I like think?
1: put closer to the camera and further away from the camera yeah. just to give it some <laughs> some depth.
0: Yeah. And then John Pearce did the paddy party, uh, which had a kind of eulogy in a church and then this kind of other scene there with the pit crew. Um which I didn't hate. What was your favorite of these three?
1: Of those three, probably Hannah.
0: Yeah, it was a shame that she got such little time. Like, obviously, the yeah. narrative of these three is that the grandam took up. So Michelle said they had forty-five minutes, and then after the grandam, she said there was they had a fourteen-minute warning. So the grandam took like a half hour. an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually quite like, although I know of the car crash that it took to get there i quite enjoyed the grand dame's impersonations of jean Paul gautier and Carol lager like do i know do i learn about her from it i guess because she's kooky and she's french and she's fashionable um
1: i i didn't get that i kind of, i i got that like what you, like she's kooky she's french fashionable but i didn't learn anything about her it was like more of a an impression of some french people here I am doing an impression of some French people.
0: Mm. But did you learn that anything about Hannah?
1: Yeah, she's a slut.
0: <laughs> but did you not learn that from when she explained Hannah's Cove outside of the advert?
1: Oh well, true, true. I mean, I can't really remember what she said in the advert. I just remember her whispering into a sheep's ear,
0: and then and talking and then, into a. And oh, when she... And she,
1: she'll do a cackle into a anything.
0: Yeah, and then she tried to let the parrot fly, and it just fell. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't. I, I guess if we're going to learn something from any of them, I probably learned the most from Jumbos. Yeah, I mean, she the, they're, they're like,
0: self-aware. Yeah,
1: she did like the whole, you know, come come here, we eat carbs, and you know the the whole uh, learn makeup skills. Okay, no one wants that. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I I've been thinking about like how sometimes as queer people around straight audiences we often have to make ourselves the butt of the joke like you know Hannah Gadsby has a whole routine and show based on that, um and like I've definitely fallen victim to to of myself like you know no oh, I'm getting a, a bit babe I, I mean yeah drag queens do it all the time like you know you know whether it's straight people make a bumming joke you're guaranteed to get some laughs like you can shock them and I kind of feel. And, and like, I kind of feel there should be an opportunity for us not having to lean into that sort of humour in in a way. And I think there is. But I kind of feel that's kind of what John Purse is doing with Irishness in that, like, she's, because of the history of the show or, like, her success in Snatch Game and her season, that she feels the need to lean into, like, the paddy party aspect of things um, that she doesn't need to. And then I feel this time... I don't know if it worked as well, because like, there's that Nadine Coyle reference, which I imagine you, as a queer pop-loving fan, get the reference. But, like, th- th- I don't think most people will get that.
1: No, everyone gets that. Do they? I think so. Everyone everyone knows the whole Nadine, Daddy wears my passport.
0: Okay, maybe they do. Because, do they like, not? it wasn't on... It maybe wasn't on don't. UK TV. You've made, me, you've made me question it now. I, I remember it coming up on on the Graham Norton show, and the only person who knew it there was Graham and Nicola Coughlin. But like I mean, people of a different age maybe, but like it was it was never on UK TV. It's it's no, from I, Irish TV that yeah, kind yeah. Of surfaced on, on YouTube. So I feel like they know they only know it in the last few years. I feel years. like
1: I, I feel like I knew about it when Girls Aloud happened, though. But then also like my mum's half of the family is Irish, so maybe that's how okay. I knew. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I obviously got got the reference. I don't know how how. But also,
1: they... I could tell you that Nadine would be sitting at home today, going,
0: "Oh, she'd love, she'd love it." That's I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's offensive. I just don't know who's the best joke to make for like a broader audience if you're going to like yeah, 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 come yeah. up Irishness. Yeah, um, there's
1: more so the... Irish things that could have been referenced.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know, Paul Maskell or something like that you could have easily worked in. But like, I don't know, I, I worry that she, and maybe you know the answer to this, but I worry that she felt she had to go the Irish route, whereas I actually think she could have done better if she chose something else.
1: I mean, I think, I think Jumba's two branding things are either the Irish thing or like the fashion clown. And I think like she's kind of pushed the fashion thing so far on, not, not, so far, but so far on the season, she'd pushed the fashion thing. Like she did the song. Um last week was the whole makeover challenge, and she made like she made a point of it being like her kind of redemption for uh her, her and peppers outfits. So like I feel like she's done fashion so much on this season so far that it was kind of her chance to go, okay, I'm going to do the other thing I'm known for. Um, so I kind of get it. I see what you mean. I I, I feel like you know, Gothy has referenced you know the whole Tiger thing pretty much continuously through through the season so far. So maybe Jumba should have kept with fashion.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or I suppose she suffered from a lack of time as well, which I you know felt felt bad for her. And I could see how stressed she was from that, and I would be exactly the same. Um, but I guess it never really landed on a clear identity from an Irish perspective. It was just sort of like yeah. a scattershot yeah, yeah. bunch of Irish references. It was
1: like, visit island island, here's, here's an advert. Yeah, let's let's hold a Guinness and someone with a, with a little guitar.
0: But even, you know, like Blue Hydrangea has done that in the past, but she's made it really focused on Northern Ireland or like, you know, she did a look based on the Titanic... Cranes in Belfast, like if she had maybe mm-hmm. focused in on dairy, or I'm not actually sure where in, Be- in Northern Ireland she's from, but like if she'd focused in on the part of Northern Ireland that she was from, or even the whole dairy girl phenomenon, that yeah. could have worked maybe. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate Tia, and Marina were up next. Kate Minaj gave us her catamorphosis paint thing and then rubbed the person into the paint. Tia, or so Marina gave us the flight attendant and then. Uh, actually, a, a fun line which was "You better plant that fucking rice," which I thought was a really fun kind of back to things around the show. Yeah, um, and then
1: which would have just come out when they—that's what there. I was thinking. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, would, would this have been filmed before season five or after? I mean, I
1: can't say. I can't say. I can't say.
0: Well, speculate.
1: I, I would assume <laughs> sometime around the time that they filmed season five.
0: Okay. Either
1: okay. before or after.
0: I imagine it was probably after. I, I would after.
1: imagine you could be correct.
0: Okay. That that would be my theory. <laughs> um and then Tia did Tia's Trauma, which was kinda of her and in the workroom with a pick crew member kinda of talking about her experience on the show. Um I actually think Marina's was my favourite here. What did you think?
1: Yeah. I th- I do I do think I preferred Tia's. I thought Tia's was I like I like tears humour, tears humour is very similar to mine and like it's very self-deprecating and like you're in on the joke before the joke is made so I think that that was maybe my favourite, I did really enjoy Marina's, I felt like Marina's was more like she was the host of the advert and then kind of like had her hand in the advert as well Um, whereas Keita's was a bit Shit.
0: Yeah, it didn't have any sort of like she like you said, she did set her catamorphosis They went painting in Amsterdam, and then she explains on the runway that she wanted to like rub the paint on the person and that was their ketamorphosis into drag, but I mean that was not yeah, clear. And what did we learn about her? Uh,
1: it should have been that she I don't know, she baked a brownie and the person got high and then imagined that they were on drag race with T.
0: Yeah. Or be the evil, evil villain you've been saying you have been all, all season as that's your brand of drag go to evil world and there's so much fun you could have where you're like you know doing evil things you know pouring water over people or just nasty sort of pranks and stuff you could do which you could definitely find some comedy in rather than this weird pink yeah shtick you did <clears throat> i mean i liked tia's i think you know tia is so charismatic and funny and the deadpan delivery is so so good um but oh, how much did I learn, I learn mean,
1: about her? Do you know what she should, what Kita could have done that would have literally have blown smoke up Ray's Um, Do like tulips and then get the guy to smell the tulips and like do a very oz kind of thing with that. Like you know the whole poppies and it waits. Mm. You know, and Boo yeah, yeah. loves uh, Wistavos and all that. Oh, so, yeah. And loves yeah. that
0: poppy scene as well. Oh, loves
1: yeah. it. Like literally like Whenever I hang out with Roo because we're like that. He's always like, Oh, you know, when you wake up and smell the poppies and I'm like, Roo, I get it. You love Wizard Bars.
0: Wake up and smell the poppers. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um
0: Yeah, is is a Kuchenhof in the Netherlands, that big like area of, of tulips, like you definitely could have done upon. Yeah. Have that as your backdrop and yeah. I mean, there we go. Another example why you would have killed this challenge. And then treats a maze team. Had the best structure of the three. There was a little, there was a little menu at the top on this TV screen, and it was your experience through Drag Race, which I thought was a fun way of yeah. doing it. Gothi was getting you ready in the workroom, then Scarlett was teaching you how to lip sync on the main stage.
1: But I, the thing with Gothies is, I really wanted her to do because everyone knows about her OnlyFans thing, and I really wanted her to do like Gothies. I don't know, make it, make it pure sex. Like so, it. But I feel I think that what Gothy is trying to do on the season is be very like. These are two separate entities of my career, or like like the same career, but like two things that like run parallel rather than the same track.
0: I mean, I mean that would make sense to me. Like that's the duality I imagine being a drag queen. Like that's my boy career. This is my girl career. Is Gothy? Would you say?
1: I, I yeah, because I I too have an OnlyFans. No one subscribes, yeah. but it's uh, there. You post have only, anything. only
0: one fan. It's me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where where the name comes from. Just <laughs> Uh
0: I don't know how well you know Gothy, but she really comes across as someone who's terrified by this process.
1: I think it's something that comes with like, I I think I would maybe be the same because like, you kind of have the same experience that everyone else has, in that you are, to the world, part of this huge franchise but we were only there for one episode, no, because you know who knows how long a d- a day is, a week. We were both there for just one week in that workroom, um. So you kind of you don't have the experience that they all have and the knowledge of how actually it does work. Obviously, we know because you know we've gone back for things and we've done you know x y and z and you you do like i know how how it runs but then when it comes to certain things you're like oh god like whenever i watch it i still think about how when i was there it's when you come down the runway obviously and i'm not letting into any secret here but the judges table is on like the your right hand side like it off so when you're when you're walking down the runway you're walking directly straight down to a group of cameras and then when you go to the left and you look out there's no one there except all of the production team and I'm always like wait do I do you do you look over there or do I look at the cameras or do I keep looking at the judges and like it's things like that where like you just you don't know because you only did it i mean in my case i mean i did four times the runway three three four, whatever um so you, yeah you just like, you have this experience but you don't have the experience and it's like a weird a weird thing kind of but, yeah and i
0: and i hear all that and obviously that makes a lot of sense but it feels to me that gothy like every queen must do that, must be like that on their first time, on the first episode of their first season, must have that similar like lack of experience. And some of the, like, I don't know, Guthies just seems to not bring a, a level of comfort or ease in herself that you do see on the first episode of Drag Race. Yeah, I, do, I get season what you mean. One, episode
1: one. Also, she is still so young. Like, I think Gothy's 25? Not okay. even. I think she's not even that. Okay. Um, you know, Twink Death hasn't rotted her yet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she's still she's still super young, and I do. I'm not saying that like young people haven't killed it. I mean, look at look at Crystal. She's Rosari. 26. She's 26. 26. Jesus, so she's younger. Um, but I mean, she's still a lot younger than me. But um, yeah, I think that you know, also. The whole runway thing Isn't her game Like I mean but it could be I mean it could be She's gorgeous
0: Yeah she has great looks And like They photograph really well So there's no reason Why she can't be good At the runway
1: Yeah 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 But I mean you know uh, Print models Aren't always good runway models
0: And this is a perfect example Yeah Uh... (laughs) Look
1: at Naomi Campbell Shit on the runway (laughs) Great in pictures (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you should check out her only fans too yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of thing. got the and then treats of May did a kind of like after party untucked lounge kind of uh, this had a really good structure to it a really good idea of an actual theme park um you didn't learn too... Like, Gothi's was probably actually the best branded of the three because of the Roar aspect to it. And I suppose Scarlet had the old Hollywood aspect to it and Treats and May was in red. Um, but it wasn't really about them, but as a cohesive item, it worked well.
1: Yeah, it like the whole thing worked together. But this, I thought it was a really weird challenge because I was kind of like, why are they doing these adverts together? And not solo, like, because you're making a solo advert, but you have to make your solo advert fit in with this three people advert, which is why I thought it, it, I just thought it was a really weird challenge. I thought it should have been a branding challenge for themselves. It should have been each one has to make their own world. So they could have done RuPaul world or Irish world well no land it was land wasn't it i can't remember whatever it was
0: paddy party um i know i kind of like that extra aspect too like i remember there was a challenge in canada where they had to do a design challenge but they had to do them in groups so that like they were showing a fashion line so wow. all three looks had to like have some oh wait, that was prankish yeah i did
1: watch that one um <laughs> yeah so I like I like I like elevating it a bit more. Like yeah. getting, uh, a I do, I'm not a fan of working in teams. Okay, well band challenge. Yes, this That's... kind of thing. No, because I'm no. like you have to you have to make your thing work within a thing, and I just feel like yeah, it 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 gets muddled. Like I think even Kita's could have had more to it if she would have mm. been doing it on her own and not had to make it fit within the other two. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Different world, parallel, what, uh, drag race, what if?
0: Exactly. I, I also think they should have given the win to all of May's team. I mean, Tia was great. And I mean, I as two individuals, I think they chose the right top two. And we'll get into the runway in a bit but i think because it was a group challenge and because they were supposed to come up with some sort of cohesive thing together i think they should have just yeah. give them all the win. They, uh, it, or at least make scarlet and gothy be the top 2 to lip sync
1: oh well scarlet was still one um but it should have been yeah i get what you mean it should have been um a group challenge a group win rather than a solo but then it wouldn't have worked because it would have been three people lip syncing and
0: yeah and they could have just said, treats it, you're safe. Um, but you all get badges or something like that. Okay, let's move on to the runway. The category was Reveal Yourself. Great um, runway. Although I feel like they've I'm, done this. They have, yeah. Oh, there's, there's almost one every season now. So it is harder and harder to actually do a reveal that is satisfying. But I think there was some here that worked.
1: And there was some that didn't.
0: First up is Le Grand Dame, who came out as a Miss France pageant queen in a really gorgeous white, tight fitting dress with long, sort of white um, sleeves and a kind of, is it a bow on her back and a blonde wig? But yeah. the reveal is that she pisses herself and reveals the play on words world piss around her crotch, which, you know, we've seen a lot of reveals. This is a fun way of doing a new reveal, and she looked amazing.
1: She did look amazing. I kind of wish one it would have been piss coloured yeah (laughs) um two the words would have been darker and three yeah and three maybe like a puddle
0: yeah there there was no leakage yeah which made me think where it was going was she wearing a nappy this character I don't know
1: yeah, or was it like a sponge between her legs that she like just squeezed and like it just made it like a transfer tattoo?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're all valid points. I mean, the piss cutter would be fun, but actually a bit gross.
1: Real piss.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming this woman drinks a lot of water and that's why her piss Leg,
1: if your water, if your piss is that clear, you're you need to get something in your kidneys
0: yeah are you a medical professional or i am do i need to put a disclaimer
1: just medic to that?
0: just medic <laughs> uh, okay next up in order of the runway anyway was Theresa May who gave us marge simpson and marge's pink a sequin dress which revealed then into a or a suit sorry which revealed into a dress which was just revealed into a corset and blue pubes um we were saying off like i don't know how she got away with this from a copyright perspective especially then turning it into some sort of like simpsons hentai with boobs out um I but like that. really fun look yeah
1: i think i i do wonder how she got away with it because like, they are very hot on copyright, like, to the point that when I was doing the, uh, when we were doing our BBC runway, we had to send off everything and get it okayed, and before I settled on Queen Vic, I had a couple of other ideas, and two of them got, uh, vetoed because can get copyright. Um, so I was wondering this as well with the US season,
0: because there was the runway, which was share, and I know Megami did a Lady Gaga look. And I and I was wondering, I know copyright limits what you can do in terms of like it's another if person's the, it's look.
1: It's the Getty image. If you can get the Getty image and they can pay for it. Oh, it's if the image is free. They can do it,
0: but. That's I think that's if they want to show the image of what look you're recreating. I think if you're not showing the image of the look you're recreating, you can get away with it better. Yeah, maybe they have to pay to show that image on TV. But like Megami did a Lady Gaga telephone look and then showed this video of Lady Gaga wearing some of the outfit that she's wearing. Did they they show that for free? Yeah, they did, but they didn't have like the telephone and the hair and all that sort of stuff that is actually in the video. So they seem to be able to get away with the copyright issue seems to come with them showing the photo rather than recreating the look is my theory on it. Yeah. So maybe that's how she got away with this because they didn't have to show a picture. It's in
1: names. So they never I don't think they ever said Marge Simpson.
0: No. No. Yeah, like Yellow mother, yes. Um <laughs> Yeah, Mac I don't think Mac Groaning would appreciate the tit blue blue bush.
1: I mean, what colour are the nipples? Are they blue nipples?
0: No, they look kinda of like purple.
1: I'm I'm glad that she thought about that because I don't think Marsh Simpson would have uh brown nipples like a normal well, I mean I'm ginger, yeah. I have pink nipples, so
0: uh, yeah,
1: deep insight, everyone. Ginger deep people
0: pink sight, nipples. Deep insight. Oh, people will be signing up for that only. Oh yeah, They're this is why they I'm want doing. a goo of those pink. I'm lips. teasing. Look at my pink nipples. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next then is Tia Coffee, who gave an homage to RuPaul. I can the first look I think is her season nine promo look. Then it's into a cover of a single that Tia had when she was younger, and then finally into the Vanity Fair cover image of RuPaul um, this is my least favourite of Tia's pre- presentations on the runway of this season so far but it's still good
1: yeah I I loved um, spiky.
0: yeah I wish we saw one. more of that
1: yeah I wanted more of it um, I didn't love I knew the reference for the second one because it's the I think it's the supermodel cover Okay, but in my head, I think it's more red, but I might okay. be mixing it up with the Beaver Glam one. Um, oh yeah, and the Vanity Fair one, great outfit, but the hair was bigger. But the hair is like the hair she was already wearing. Yeah, which is just me being panicky. But um, actually, tantic, the, the, whatever the way in is. this
0: in in the super in the supermodel video, it looks like it's kind of more pink. The the roughly skirt is, yeah. but I am, and she's wearing, and she's wearing, well. glo- she's wearing gloves as well.
1: But um, I thought the whole the whole thing, great. Right, um, I just I I didn't I didn't get the wig reveal.
0: Yeah, me neither. It was kind of into a tea and coffee wig.
1: Yeah, I was like the whole the the first wig would have been better for the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree too.
1: But that, but other than that, I I actually. I wanted more of the first look and the same wig. And that's my only, my only critiques on you too. Also, she should have snagged the fishnet on one of the stones. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah,
0: <laughs> You did, right? Um, Marina is up next. She gave a, volca- a volcano inspired look, inspired by the volcan- volcanoes of the Philippines. But it, it the texture looked like, Really interesting. It looked kind of like molten rock with lava peeking through and then she was yeah. able to sort of pull out spurts of lava Oh, So what it. was
1: that sound effect?
0: Was that not like Michelle going woo? Was it just Michelle going boom? Yeah. Poo! Yeah it was Michelle. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it has this sort of like Mad Max headpiece which then reveals into a gorgeous long shimmering red, orange and kind of black sequined dress which is kind of low cut and a like a crystalline headpiece and a red flowing shiny wig. She looked gorgeous here.
1: Yeah, she did. Do you know what? I really liked the uh, black look with the volcano poo. But the second look, I was like, this is just, it's just a pretty look. It's it's stunning. I'm not getting lava.
0: I wouldn't get lava outside of the context of...
1: The The first outfit, I'm getting lava. The second outfit, I'm just getting stunning look. Do
0: you think she should have brought us back to like secondary school, geography and given us a granite look or, you know, agonious rock? Well,
1: no, I think I think that she should have had um, a mento in between her titties and then poured some coke on it. So it frothed out.
0: There you go. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. (laughs) Or in the hat,
1: in in that headpiece. (laughs) She should have done a science experiments. She should have. That's that's what I she, wanted. I wanted actual chemistry.
0: Lava. Give us chemistry.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Katea Minaj is next. She gave us this kind of aubergine pantsuit with really big shoulders. The shoulders reveals down into kind of the top part of the dress. So this is kind of basically just a half reveal, and then she whipped off the pants. Then it's a full flowing dress. She called it a dark, evil purple queen um it's a nice dress yeah it's nice it's That's it,
1: it. it's that um you know that meme when people are like this is a drag race final can you tell there's yes. reveals yeah. and like people are like wearing fucking a camper van filled with reveals mm. it's very that it's like you're wearing a giant outfit and also i didn't really get why it was so like obnoxiously big for the reveal it didn't need to be.
0: I don't think it needed to be. I think that was a fashion choice. Oh, the first reveal was the tie reveal, actually.
1: I did actually like that. Yeah, I did like that, that. That
0: was the best, actually, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, I think it should have been that she revealed the shoulders. It should have been, like, a bit to, from a massive shoulder to a normal shoulder, to, like, just a big shoulder pad.
0: Going from small to big is always the best way of doing it, but it's the most difficult, I would assume. Um. So, yeah, that was Kate Minaj. Hannah Conda was next. This actually was a proper transformation because she went from this gold and scarlet velvet pope into a sort of emerald green showgirl. Um, now, the wig said the same, but everything else kind of w- looked different. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is a fun. It's
1: a great classic Hannah yeah.
0: look. I, I think she doesn't get the credit she deserves for being such a polished queen because she's so fun and goofy and wacky. But like, she's always really well put together.
1: Oh, on her season, she, every week was perfect. Like, I watched her season. Um, I I know that sounds so shocking when I say I watched a season. Um, But I actually watched her season because I knew Queen Kong from before. Um, And every week, her looks were so good. Like the moth look, like where she was... Oh, yeah. Was she a moth or was... A,
0: it was kind like, of neon like, paint, as well, was In my it? head,
1: it was a moth. Yeah, I just... I I, I loved everything mm. she did in her season, I thought. I
0: feel yeah. she's a real drag queen's drag queen in a way that, like, I think, you know, the...
1: She's your favorite... Your least favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen.
0: <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, she's great. And I feel like she's... Sneaking under the radar so far, but I still think she's gonna win. She's gonna win this thing. I think she's great. Um, John Furz is up next. She had, I must say, a really, really gorgeous wraparound pastel full length dress, which either hopefully, well, either by design or accidentally sort of came loose as she started walking, so she had to whip it off very quickly. I would have liked to see more of it because it was absolutely gorgeous, and then. Yeah. And then this like uh gold corset dripping in gold chains with a big gold chain necklace and uh her pot of gold hair, uh the pot of gold at the end of the at the rainbow. These are both really good. I like even yeah. though she went home, she went home with a bag. And it's her
1: Yeah, she it's her playing into the fashion and the Irish, and I think this is what she does well. Um I think I I I, I mean I, it, gorgeous, stunning pastel dress but i preferred the gold i thought when the gold came out i was like stunning um i'm also not a massive fan of these like gluey structured hairs but this one i actually really like
0: yeah there was i was looking at her in the kind of untouched thing and there was kind of like nooks and crannies they were all bejeweled and stuff like that it looked really nice um I would have liked... And her makeup looked gorgeous. I would have liked something between the knee and the waist in the gold look, is my only critique.
1: We all want something between the knee and the waist, babe. But, you know... I'm
0: a, I'm a, I'm a greedy bottom, that's all I'll say.
1: You heard it here first. Find it on OnlyFans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Scarlett, then, uh, was in a long, white trench coat and a big, blonde, backcombed wig, uh, which reveals that into are we calling that salmon are we calling
1: it... babe if we're calling this a reveal then i feel like we're using a lot of words fast and loose So call it whatever you want she literally was wearing a coordinated coat with a dress it was it, i look stunning gorgeous it's not a reveal
0: i agree taking a coat off is not a reveal we do that every day um
1: i do it when i came in from tesco's babe yeah <laughs> and to be honest i'd probably wear the same outfit to go on drag race yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't love the makeup here either there's something about like the blonde hair that kind of washes her out in a way yeah
1: I see what you mean but I th- I, I mean I think I th- the he- overall it's a good outfit it's just not a reveal and I mean like you do have to take into account you know the girls are only allotted a certain amount of luggage space and a, lot- a certain amount of luggage room and I don't know what it's like for the girls coming from US to UK but like They've also got to get all of the stuff onto a flight, and blah 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 blah. So, like, yeah, you're gonna cut down on things. You're not gonna bring a a great big massive. You're not gonna bring Grandam's alien outfit, you know, when you're on a on a a fourteen hour transatlantic flight.
0: I mean, Marina is flying just as far, and she seems to have brought like you know. I don't think it, it, it impacts quality, but yeah, it definitely impacts size. But also, size
1: Marina is a good two and a half foot shorter than Scarlet That's Embry. true.
0: That's true. <laughs> that makes the difference. So for
1: every one dress that Marina has, that's three at Scarlet.
0: I definitely think it's interesting that, and we saw this in season one with B, not necessarily Mohart, um, that whether US, US girls go to compete in another country, they don't spend the same amount of money. Think? And maybe it's because there was no money to yeah. win last time that they were like, you know, they're reaping reward of this, maybe it doesn't turn out But like I couldn't imagine Scarlet Envy wearing what she wore this week in any American franchise if she was an all-stars ten, do you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. I agree. I agree.
0: Finally, Gothie Kendall gave us a gorgeous quilted Cerise Pink baby doll. Uh, long-sleeved, look with big blonde hair and a pink bow, which reveals into a—is it latex? It feels like a hard plastic almost swimsuit. It's, it's,
1: yeah, it's like a hard plastic, um, like kind of body graft thing.
0: Um, yeah, swimsuit with two little sort of baby uh, florets around the breasts. This was a really fun camp look. She looked great, um, and it's really helping explore her sort of, um brand of drag, of it being kind of uh, kitschy. I think this was a good week for her.
1: Yeah, I thought she looked great. Loved it. I, you know, I, I think I think it, the outfit got better when she pulled the sleeves off.
0: Okay, so the top two were Tia and um, Scarlet. Gothy was also in the top, um, but safe. And the bottom, I guess, three were Kata, Le Grand Dame and John Pris, but Kata and John Pris were in the bottom two. Do you agree? Uh...
1: I think Grandam should have been in the bottom.
0: Instead of? I'm
1: not sure. I think I think Ke hundred percent and it I I would say it is a toss up between Jombers and Grand Dame. And that's not saying that I think either of them did bad. Mm. I just think like Jombers was penalised because of time. Which Lou like,
0: wasn't having a bar of. He was like, Oh I well we all
1: like, Oh she's talking shy. She's Talking out of our ass, like honest God, I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're telling me that in five minutes you want me to make the same level of something that someone's had twenty five minutes to do. No, no, I agree. Um, I think
0: Rue is, is very sensitive to criticism of the format of the show. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and like, no, we we're not. We don't have a timer on the bottom of the screen. It could just be you have. 45 minutes but also if you go to an hour we're not going to kill you yeah you know yeah
0: yeah
1: um i don't know i think i think yeah i think the the same reason that jambas was in the bottom grandam could have been in the bottom for the opposite side of it
0: yeah i mean i hear you from like a team like at the end of the day they're only judging the the finished product but life is more than just the finished product it's about you know how you treat other people and how much time I you take it it's, uh, it's not about what's, it's not about what's waiting on the other side it's the climb you know and the grand dame's climb was a lot messier. It's not about
1: the pot of gold it's about the rainbow. About,
0: yeah exactly so I, I see that even though I found the grand dame's more funnier than jumpers uh, but Keta 100% in the bottom I can't argue with that and it was, I think it was a real shame that we only got so little of Hannah because I think she could have won had she had more time. So I guess the Grandam kind of shot two people in the foot and then got away for Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tia is so she's in the top. She whips out opera glasses, which I loved that little detail. I
1: did. Oh, that tiny. It was a split second. Yeah. And I was like, well done.
0: Finger clap for her. Uh. Well, so you go deliberate while the judges and I work out which one is Ant, which one is deck. Can you tell the difference tell between Ant yeah. and deck? I don't understand this.
1: And also, fun fact, I actually really don't like anything that Ant and Deck do.
0: Oh, th- that's fine. But how could you not tell? <laughs> can, can you tell them part? Yes, absolutely. They're so different. I
1: I mean, I'm from an era of PJ and Duncan. I can tell you which one's PJ and which one's Duncan.
0: I feel like I'm Meryl Streep and you're Anne Hathaway and you're like... They're the same belt. And I'm like, no, <laughs> they're so...
1: Which one's Cerulean? <laughs> deck is Cerulean. <laughs> no,
0: uh, I don't know they're, what they're one deck hair. is and I'm
1: colourblind. So I'm really fucked in There's this the situation. tall black
0: haired one and there's the short blonde haired one.
1: They're neither of them a tall, babe. They come up <laughs> to my ankle at best.
0: <laughs> I I just, I don't understand how people can't tell the difference between them. Honestly, it, it blows my mind. But are you? But are you saying if I showed you a picture in isolation of ant or deck, you wouldn't know which one it was? Okay, I'm gonna charge my laptop and then I'm gonna actually show you one and see how you do. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I will share screen. You should copy this photo onto something. I guess. Oh no, that that should be fine. Oh no, it's, hold on, let me snip it.
1: And welcome back to another edition of Which yes. One's On and Which
0: One's Dead. That'd be the most difficult game show that they would ever have.
1: <laughs> oh, it really would.
0: Okay, so then Tia and Scarlett lip sync to Kim Petras's "Future Starts Now," which isn't my go-to Kim Petras song. Well, difficult.
1: it was actually. Uh, our finale song on the tour oh okay and they had filmed by this point and I think Jumbus did tell me at some point that this was a song she went home to but um I messaged her this morning and I went I'm so sorry that you had to listen to that for a whole month every night <laughs> and I didn't because I don't I judge me don't know uh very many current pop songs so I actually didn't know it was Kim Petras until I think Smitty told me, and I was like,
0: "Okay, <laughs> work." What I want to know is why, why, why this season is Kim Petras on? Like, she, like she lives in LA. How is she not managed? Like, was it was it just timing? Did she want to do a European one? Is, is she
1: big in? Is she big in America?
0: I mean, she is now with Unholy and everything. So,
1: but like, I mean, this this would have been like Feb last year, so. Mm. She'd have been over here promoting unholy, so it would have been like just yeah, making really. it
0: work. That's what I was wondering, anyway. Uh, Tia versus Scarlett. I think Scarlett looked great on stage. She really knew how to grab the light. Um, and you know, Tia's also great, great as well, both but...
1: of them great outfits, yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely gowns, uh, beautiful, beautiful gowns, gowns, lovely and... hats,
0: and But I do think Scarlett was the right winner from the edit we saw. Uh, She chose to send home Jompers, which surprised me. I thought, and they did a good job, they did one on me, I thought Kata was was a goner. Because Scarlett's been doing this whole thing about I'm going to take out the biggest competition, blah, blah, blah. And I think she was beginning to realise that that was putting a target on her back. So this was her strategic, amicable decision.
1: I think that maybe she saw Jompers as her competition. I don't think that her and Keita are in the same lane. They do di- very different things. So maybe to her, Keita isn't a competition, whereas Jombas is a competition against what she does.
0: That could be true. But the way she frames it when she reveals the answer is like, I want everyone to see that I'm assessing them on their merits and how well they've done on the show. So that's why I'm sending home jumpers.
1: Yeah, no, she, you know, but I think she is doing that because, you know, Jombas has... Been on more episodes than me and won even less than I have. Because <laughs> at least I won a title. There you go. Pork chop.
0: Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. That feels like a strategy to me. And it's interesting to see where it will go from Scarlet. But I was surprised the Jumper's went home. I was expecting Kayla to go home. Because yeah. Kayla just seemed like a great drag queen. I'm not getting a whole amount of personality from her to root for her in a way that I am yeah. for Jumper's.
1: No exactly. And like I was shocked when I found out this morning that Jumba's left. Yeah. Um, when you were watching it. Yeah. When I was watching it live, um, very shocked, brand new information towards me. And I I don't know, I just yeah, I think I think that I think that they very much kind of um alluded to this Scarlet Jambas thing because last week it was um, Scarlet had said I'm going to eliminate the biggest competition at two Jombas like they had a conversation about that and then they had the same conversation at the start of this episode as well and like I feel like they, they really made out as if Scarlet was going to Jambas
0: Do you think Tia has saved the UK girls?
1: I, oh, I don't, I actually don't know who's on her lipstick. Yeah. I'm going to text her now. <laughs> uh, I I don't know who's on her lipstick. So I think she might have gone jumpers as well, because I think she would have gone on actual track record of Keita one last week.
0: Yeah, she was kind of saying she believes in beating the best. So that's certainly what the edit is leading us to believe, is that she was going to send home jumpers. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, Next week is the Snatch Game. It's Family Fortune style, just like UK vs. the World Season 1, where they ask 69 drunkled squirrel friends for their best answer. Silly reference there. Uh, who do you think from this bunch is going to do the best?
1: I think Grandam. I think Tia. And I think they're going to be tops. And I think Hannah is going to be the winner.
0: So I think Hannah's the only one who won it on her season. Um, no, Grandam did, I think. But did she? Oh, you could be right. Yeah.
1: I didn't watch France. I did, I think I, she, <laughs> I think she came quite high.
0: Oh, I know Hannah did Liza Monelli. I remember that. I can't remember the grand mm-hmm. on this one. Um, but yeah, um, I think both could be good.
1: Yeah. And I think Tia's going to really push it because, you know, she butchered Mel B on her season.
0: Yeah. And that's unforgivable in for a Spice Girls fan like yourself.
1: Well, I, I did um, Astina's hair for season two as well. And she was going to be Astina's as well. And I, I said to Astina, I was like, you could have at least left here with the wig that I made you so that she looked good.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Just May, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I loved going through this episode with you. Um, what are you up to in the next few months that we can keep an eye on?
1: Uh, I am here, there, and everywhere. She's always booked and busy, so you know, check out my website, JustMayDoes dot uh, Find me on all good social medias at JustMayDoes, uh, and I mean, I'm I'm doing lots of stuff.
0: Maybe uh, at a regional pride near you
1: maybe a regional part and also in may um i am bringing my first solo show since drag race um to london it was it's going to be a uh, little work in progress in it in, in with the idea of it becoming a little tour next year so nice keep an eye out for that it's gonna be may coming to, right to a theater near you right in uh, 2028
0: <laughs> uh thank you so much for listening i'll be back next week